This is a Talking Digital production. Find more great podcasts at talkingdigital.org. Oh, let's see. Turn up some volumes. There can you hear it? Can you hear me in your volume? I can. The other day, check, check, check. The other day in the Talking Digital Studios, mm-hmm. I had four guests. Four? I had four. Yeah. Do you have four With two microphones, oh, I got to get okay. more mics. I have three mics. What was the podcast? Counting mine. About? It was about Facebook. And here's the deal I have four women sitting in my studio, mm-hmm. and in walks my mother in law. <laughs> and she goes, <laughs> More than 10 years ago, Rick Castellini and Adam Cochran joined forces on radio to answer people's computer questions, to find solutions to those problems that burdened even the most average human. Today, that mission continues as we answer those questions here on this podcast. This is Castellini on Computers, the podcast. First off, uh, this week I'd like to thanks to Matt yes. for stepping in. How'd that go? I think it went great. Good. Did you guys great. have a lot of calls, or uh, I think we had two or three, not uh, a lot, but so uh, two or three. But it was fine. It was easy, easy to BS because we never talk about web stuff, Facebook, or I'm sorry, uh, WordPress, WordPress, and stuff like that. So it worked really well. Oh, it cool. was it was nice to have him step in there and do something new with us, and uh, and it took him a while to warm up, but that's okay. Did it? Yeah, he was. He, he was. Uh, it's funny because you and I have been doing it for so long. We're yeah. It's just we just do it. When I first started doing radio, though, I mean, this is when I was like fourteen. Uh-huh. It took me easily till I was seventeen to really feel comfortable. Well, I remember when I first started. With a microphone. It was, you know, it was definitely different. I think I talked too quickly. Uh huh. I tried to enunciate too much. Yeah. You, you know, you're trying to do too much thinking. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it, it it doesn't. Well, people don't call us. Right. Because they're nervous to be on the radio. Right. And they're not really on the radio. They're on the telephone. They're, they are. That's and, all this. Uh, and that's so really what got me over being Mike shy was just realizing that you're, you're just talking. We're just talking. You're just talking. And Rick and I wouldn't talk any different. Other than the fact that we say, you know, I talk about us in the Adam person. curses less when we're on the oh, radio. Oh, yeah. Far less. Far less. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of cursing, though. Yes. I'm going to start today's show off after thanking Matt uh, with a little story. Oh, good. And I'm going to ask you a question. This, this is not an iPad question. Okay. This is just a question. Okay. If uh, Pretend that you're a computer guy. Okay, I'm a computer guy. Okay, so go back in time two Way three, back. four years. Yeah, two and, years ago now. And it's hard to believe. I know. That is hard Two to years in June, yeah. Although, in some respects, it's very easy to believe. <laughs> but um, <laughs> anyway, so you have a client. You've been gone for a week. Okay. Okay. So you you could you, you know I was gonna warn you about coming back into town. <laughs> Go ahead. You know, and so you 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 come back. You have a lot of voicemails. Yeah. You're returning your voicemails, and you you know obviously some people needed things immediately. Right. So they found other help through referrals sure. from friends, things like sure. that. Well, so uh, your client, you call, you're talking to them, and they took their computer into a computer business yes a storefront storefront yeah uh, a private storefront oh private okay uh with the initials c-e-a oh no, c-m-e 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 okay okay we can talk about that after if we need to okay but i want to see if your red flags well i, I don't want to i want to plant anything okay so the the, <laughs> the woman says um i had a virus on my computer okay. and right. it was telling me that i needed to pay him 70 bucks and and all these things were flashing up, and I needed my computer right away. Okay. So I took it into a to a place that my friend referred, and they told me I was already at stage two. Ooh, stage two. Would that be yellow or orange? <laughs> what? So, wow. So already, what do you? What do you stage two. Stage two. Yeah, that, boy. Is that a term you've ever heard? No, I've never in heard of stage computer two. In your computer studies? No. And, like I said, I haven't been in the business for two years. Maybe stage two is what the they hip said cats that she are was in now. late stage one and it was moving yeah. into stage two, so it was pretty bad. Right. So, what is my client going to do but just be put on her heels? So, not only is her computer telling her that she's got all these problems, right? But this computer professional, yes, and I'm putting that in air quotes. Oh yeah, definitely. Says it's in late stage one, going into oh, stage man. two. Going into stage now two. I thought that was only a term that was used for childbirth. 
when you oh, get yeah, into yeah. To, of course. to labor, you're in sure. stage two of right. dilation. Right. Maybe yeah. the space shuttle has stages like they that. They might. Too, I well, think. that's I true. Know. I don't know. But it's yeah. the first time I'd ever heard I, it. Me too. So my BS meter went up yes. into the red. Yes. And when my BS meter goes into the red, and when I see people being taken advantage of, right. then flames start coming out of my eyes. Right. And so I had to calm down. I just remained calm. She continued to tell me the story. She left it there for five days. Five days. So not. Okay. She, I was coming back on Monday. Right. This I think she called on a, like a Wednesday or right. something like that. Well, she just got the computer back yesterday, which is Wednesday. So they had it five, six, seven days. Okay. On Monday or Tuesday, they called her, or when she called them to ask what's going on, they said, "Well, it quickly went into stage three. Oh my gosh! And your user profile was deleted by the virus. Oh, yes, And of all course. of your data was deleted by the viruses virus. Viruses do that. Viruses always delete stuff. Yeah. And Adam's saying that with tongue firmly in <laughs> cheek because I can see him. Please. I yeah. have not seen a virus delete data ever. Really? Well, I guess way back... Well, let's the, go way back to DOS and win, early Windows but, 95 well, days. Well, let's say in the last 10 years. Right. I've never seen I'm, that I'm, happen. I, uh, what was the virus, Michelangelo or what, something like that? Named after one of the... One of the uh, oh, they did masters. delete documents or photos. Yeah, or and the I Love You virus did too. So there were yeah. a few early, early on. Early we're talking Windows ninety five, early Windows ninety eight. The 98. true viruses, not this true virus. Yeah, stuff. yeah. This stuff that goes around today is not so. Dangerous. So the lady says, "Well, my data is gone." Right. She said, "I've lost all my data." She's you know very distraught. Oh. And she said, "You were gone. I need to do something." I said, "Well, I will stop you right there." I said, "Your data, ninety nine percent is probably not gone." Right. I said, because number one, there's no current, and I guess that I did tell her this, there is no current virus that I've seen. Yes. So maybe it's something new. Yep, yep. You always said, have to put that but, disclaimer in there. But I said, from what I've seen, all data is recoverable. I said, right. if, if you're a professional computer technician, yes. you have the skills to be able to get the data. Right. One way or the other, even right. if the computer is gone. Um so I, I said, so that really raises my uh, red flags. I told right. I didn't tell her my BS meter. Right. But um, I said, so we can probably, if, I said, providing they haven't deleted anything themselves. Right. We can probably do it. So anyway, the long story short, well, I'm, I'm always good about making long stories longer. Yeah, right. Um, to make a short story long. <laughs> she, um, I, I met her yesterday. Uh-huh. I went to her, to her house, looked at the laptop. On the invoice, which they charged her an extraordinary amount of money. Three digits. Three digits. Wow. For telling her that she was in stage two stage and then two. stage three and, and that her data was gone. Whew. On In their right, in their, it was their invoice, it says yeah. user profile was deleted and user, we created a new user. Right. So when I booted up her computer, her old profile icon was still there. Right. The new user profile was there. I clicked on the new user profile. It hadn't been set up. So it oh. was it was still, you know, creating the Outlook, not the Outlook Express, right. the Windows Mail. Yeah, and, right. And the Windows Media Player, you know, all that stuff when sure. you create a new profile. So I said, well, here, here's one thing that's wrong already. They didn't set you up. Right. I said, here, your user isn't even set up yet. Right. I said, number two, on their invoice, it says your user profile was deleted by the virus. Uh-huh. And here it is. It's right here. Right. So it's on there. So they they don't even they don't even know what to type on their damn invoice. Yeah. Excuse my French. No problem. And so already I'm getting just burned up. So it's trying to build. It's Windows Vista too. So right. It's slow as molasses. Sure. So it's um trying to build a new user. So finally I just shut it off because I, I I didn't want to see. It. I said I'm gonna turn it. I, I turned it back on in sure. safe mode. Logged into her old user. Yes. And this was a newer spyware pipe couple of months old right that hides the data all it does is put a hidden check mark on all the files yeah so it takes two seconds for a computer user a computer technician to sleuth that out right so her i told her i said here's your data your data is here it's not gone right and i said these folks should have known that yeah and because they didn't know that and because they gave you such bs yeah this is a company that shouldn't be in business, in right. my opinion. Right. Because for people to have knowledge, and you and I claim every week, I think, we claim that we don't know everything. Right. I mean, and we're both very willing to go out and look for answers if we sure. don't have it. Yeah. But here's a company that has a storefront 
right. and, that people come into and they're trusting that because they have a storefront and because they say they're computer experts that they know that they're going to be treated as such. Right. But for them to have just the teeny tiny bit of knowledge they have. Right. And to use it and wield it to make money off of people by right. taking advantage of their lack of knowledge. And making up terms. And making up things. Yeah. Stage one and stage two and yeah. moving into stage is absolutely just ridiculous. Absolutely. So I'm, I don't know what to do. I don't know whether I should, con- I'm, I'm thinking of, and I'm, this is a new part of my life where I'm trying to hit things head on. Right. And not let them fester. I'm thinking of just calling them up. Yeah. And say, you did my client a disservice. Yeah. And you're doing the community a disservice and you're doing me a disservice right. because you're in the same field supposedly as I am. Right. And by you performing the kind of crappy service you're doing. Right. Gives us all of us a bad, mm-hmm. a bad name. Yeah. So what do you think? What do you think I should do? I mean, what, what would Shoot, you do? I have no what idea. What would you do? <clears throat> I have no idea. WWAD. Yeah. WWAD. Well, first Adam would clear his throat. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> then after he did that, then uh, take a sip of Coke, cherry you know, Coke. You know, but is that an extraordinarily crazy? That is thing? really bad. Now we've business. heard similar things, right. in the past, right? But this is there's a difference between not knowing how to clean off the virus and telling somebody that it needs to be erased because they don't know how to get it off, all of that. But making up terminology to sound like they know more than they actually do. And and is, and being cavalier about their data, right? Data about their da- exactly. The data is the most important thing. On well, computer. even when you, even when you did, I see. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking back two years ago when I used to do this all the time. Even at times where I thought I cannot find the data on here, mm-hmm. I would still back up, you know, the user folder and all that mm-hmm. stuff, just in case there was a way that I could get to that information later. And I don't remember a time. I actually can't remember a time. Where I, if I was able to get to the user folder and all of that. Right. Providing that, the hard drive isn't Providing crashed. the hard drive hasn't mechanically failed. Correct. I can't remember a time that I didn't do the backup, even if we thought the data wasn't there. Right. Um, but yeah, no, to, to think that there's viruses out there that are deleting stuff. Right. That, that right there would make me go into hyperdrive i would research and research and research right. i would find out about that exact virus what it actually does before what, you proceeded on before the i delete anything right i never never deleted anything i i just well and and i'm thankful for microsoft putting out crappy windows vista right because it forced me into learning linux yes and my 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 most useful tool nowadays in my bag is my puppy linux cd right because I can boot any computer up with that sure. CD and get in and look at what's going on sure. with the data yeah, and back it up. Right. Uh, yesterday I was able to use a puppy Linux CD to back up a woman's, she, well, she had a window, an old windows XP machine uh-huh. and it just wasn't running. And so I, and she has tons of photos. Right. So it's an old XP with a smaller hard drive. So I figured I'll bet she just is overloaded photos. Right. Pulled up puppy Linux. She had, 0.3 gigabyte 300 megabytes right. of free hard drive space. Windows XP cannot run with 300 megabytes no. of free hard drive. No. So I was able to with Puppy Linux move a lot of the files onto an external drive. So I'm thankful about that that right. that I have that extra tool in sure. my in my arsenal. Sure. But um but that's not the only tool that computer professionals can use to get to data. Right. And uh safe mode Well, uh, safe even- mode is a Here's the other thing too is pulling out the hard. If it, I'm talking about the the simple but still yes you know yeah. simple simple but but takes a little getting your hands dirty but mm-hmm. you can pull out the hard drive connect it to another computer and drag Put the files an across and yeah you know and there's there's so many tools out there and your so. average your 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 any computer professional should be able to know how to go and unhide files yes I mean even, to me if I don't see something that should be there right. Then I th- immediately think it's probably hidden, right? Because if the computer's operation and really no, to think about this though, I'm not even saying to look for hidden. When I worked on a, when I was working on computers, mm-hmm. one of the first things I did when I had anything weird like that is you I would the go whole in profile. I would no, I would go into the fo- I would go into the folder. Folder Property folder options. folder options. View yeah, options. Thank you. Go, view options. Folder mm-hmm. options. And I would unhide. Right. All, that was almost standard procedure right. to let to show hidden files and folders. Right. That, that's. I mean, I would show. So that. you could get to email. 
so files, I could get the DBX email files, file. so mm-hmm. I could get because when I the other thing too is when I ran scans, mm-hmm. sometimes I was afraid that the scan might not scan hidden files, so I just told it to show everything. Right. And uh, but that was almost standard. I know. Standard I procedure. I agree. I and, just can't. And that that's how I've been the same way because. I don't know why we do that, but we do that. It's yeah. just something. It just well, there's been too many times where stuff has been hidden. But would, do you think I should call these folks and just hold them to the fire a little bit? I would encourage the client to for sure. Well, she, I told her she needs her money back. Right. I said I will back you on this. Yeah. I said because now I've seen your computer. The, when I talked to her on the phone, I said this is my thoughts without looking at your computer. Yeah. This raises a lot of red flags. Looking at her computer pissed me off. Oh yeah. Because yeah. I, I looked at this invoice, I looked at the state right. of her computer, right, and the state of her. Yeah. One of my big things too is I'm a people pleaser. As I I want to make sure people are happy, right, sure. And if and if even even if I get to the point where there's nothing I can do, right, I want to give them enough information they can understand, right, in non bullshit English, exactly. State not none of this stage one, stage two, right. You know, I would have told the person, I'm not having a baby. It's a computer. Yeah. I'm not dilating my cervix. Right. I need But to... see, that's the thing is they're taking advantage of what people don't know. Exactly. And, and they're, that's what they're saying. That they're saying, well, you know, the, the client wouldn't understand if I told them that I don't know how to get to the user files. <laughs> so I'm going to tell them it's stage two. Yeah. And, uh, but they're yeah. They're covering their own weaknesses is what they're doing. Yeah. You know, you and I have different personalities, but if I was going to call them up, I would have some fun with it. I would have them. Can you please tell me about stage one? Can you please tell me about stage two? Because I'm, you know, I'm a computer guy too, and it would be wonderful if I could understand your high level of understanding of computers and uh, these stages. Boy, this is great. And about this new virus that's deleting. Yeah, tell data. me about the virus that's deleting the user profiles and. But the profile's still there. Right. So exactly. they they didn't even have the the smarts. Right. To to follow through with their own diagnosis, which would right. be to delete the user. So when you clicked on the profile, yeah, when you click on a profile, it started up and everything okay, right? Well, it the, just didn't the, show the data in my documents right, and stuff? Right. The oh, desktop geez. was blank. The oh desktop was blank. Start menu was blank. Oh my gosh. But it was still there. Sure. Now, I had the advantage of seeing this once before, but or a couple times before, but right. it's, but it's, it, again, I had to sleuth it out the first yeah, time. Yeah, You didn't say, Oh, everything's been deleted. Yeah. No. Yeah. And then just create a new user. Because and say, windows, the other thing too, is windows wouldn't work. If that user That's profile right. had been deleted, windows would not have even started up. That's right. Oh, <laughs> okay. All right. So that how's that for, how's that for an opening story today? That is great. That just goes to show you got to be really, really careful. Well, and, and it really slays me and it makes this is okay we always have to have somewhat of a societal i'm not going to put the p word in there a societal angle to our podcast yes but it it also really demonstrates to me i think in my own personal opinion why i think the united states is going to hell in a handbasket yeah. is because people are lazy they're intellectually lazy yep our professionals, this person you know, here, yeah. produ- that they're lazy, and unfortunately, my client was a little bit lazy because they just took they took this really bad medicine, right? Without really, they paid him the money. They they just they just kind of went in there cowering, gave him the credit card, and went home. Yeah, no questions asked. You know, and that's another thing too on their part is that if you have a plumber and you use this plumber all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time. And this plumber goes out of town Yeah, and you have a new plumber come because you have leaky pipes. So let's, you know, a little small problem there that's, you know, or something that you could deal with something you could put off for a couple of weeks and you'd be okay. You know, you, uh, (laughs) you have this problem. Yeah. Get some Tupperware, get some Tupperware, put some, or just, uh, you know, wrap some tape around it, something. But, but one of my, my point is though, is that if you have the ability to wait, if you really could, you know, if you're going to manage, then, and the plumber, another plumber comes in and tells you you're in stage two leak. <laughs> would you say, oh my gosh, I'm in stage two leak. Fix it now. I don't care what it costs. Or would you say, you know what? I'm going to wait for my other plumber to come in town because he's never said stage two leak before. Or would you explain? If you, if you, yeah. Well, okay. What does stage Here, two leak another, mean? Here's another technology story. Yes. I had about... 10 minutes the other day yes and i was out by the mall area Uh uh-huh and my iphone in grand junction colorado where we live 
has been just acting extremely strange for right. about a, mm, three or four weeks. Okay. Dropped calls, can't make calls. Sometimes you'll 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 the call will go through, but you right. can't hear the other person. Uh-huh. And data not working properly and things like that. I was out in the wilds of northern Nevada yes. last uh, last week, and it worked. I did Pandora on I eighty in the middle of between. Yeah. No, there was no city. That is called AT and T. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was crazy. So I decided to go into AT and T and and ask what's going on here in Grand Junction. So right. I went, the question I asked the woman was, I'm having trouble keeping calls connected. I've, I've drawn a map. I don't know if you saw the map I put on Twitter. I drew a map describing exactly where the problems are in Grand right. Junction because uh-huh. I drive sure. enough yeah. that I've got a really good idea. Of, I know when I can't pick up a call if it's ringing right. or I know that if I'm going into if I'm on a phone call, and if I'm going to go into one of these red areas that I know about, I just have to stop the car and right. pull over because sure. otherwise I'm going to drop the call. But anyway, so I, I just asked him. So the first thing out of this woman's mouth was she said, um, we're working on it. <laughs> I love that. Oh, and Adam knows me well enough to know that. And this is part of that intellectual laziness I'm talking right. about in the general public. Right. I looked at her and I... I, my my first instinct is I wanted to choke her. Right. But the second instinct I had is she's just a customer service person in, in our local right. store. She doesn't know anything. She yeah. doesn't know anything. But that is an absolute worst thing to tell somebody right. like me who is intellectually curious. Right. And wants to have a good answer. Sure. So I said, I said, okay, so there is a problem. And she said, yes, we've known about the problem for a month and a half. Oh. So, so first of all, they're working on it. They've known about the problem for a month and a half. I said, hmm. And I said, well, what's, what is the problem? Well, we don't know. Right. And so I said, well, you know, if I didn't pay my bill last month, AT&T would be on me in a second right. saying, where's the money? And if I told them I'm I was working, working on, on it, it yeah. that would not know. be an acceptable answer. I'm not sure why I don't have the money yet, yeah. but I'm working on yeah, it. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Is that true? Is that a oh, that's, is that that's a, a great parallel analogy. a parallel sure. analogy? So she said, "Well, she said I don't know what to tell you, but they're they're working on it. They're working on it very hard." <laughs> and so so now we got two things. Now they came into it. Who is they, they and yep. what is it? Exactly. Yep. So that's what I told her. I said, "Okay, I need some information." I said, "If I'm paying for a service, right? That that I'm expected to get." Right. And the service, and I don't expect the service to be 100%. I, I work in technology. Sure. So technology is not a 100% I'm okay, game. I'm okay with 24 hours of outage if their car hits a telephone pole or right. something like that. Sure. Yeah. Well, and so I said, so what is it? I said, what is it? And she said, well, do you want to talk to the manager? I said, yes, please. Let me talk to the manager. So the ma- she called the manager over. And, and so I, I told the manager the same thing. I said, my computer, my uh, phone is dropping calls. I can't make calls. Sometimes the data is slow or non-existent, um, you know, and she said, she, and then she pointed to the phone. She goes, that phone has problems. I said, no. I said, that phone does not have problems because I was just in the wilds of northern Nevada, and I was out in the middle of literally nowhere. There was not a city yeah. within 30 miles of either side right. of me, and I had four bars, and I had 3G service where I was right. streaming Pandora and making phone calls at the same time. I said, so it's not the phone. Right. I said, it's the network. Right. I said, she said, well, they're working on it. And and then I said, okay. I said, she told me the same thing, and she told me to get you. I said, that is the worst thing to tell me. And I told her the same thing about the paycheck, right. I said, about the, the bill. I said, if I said I was working on paying my bill, that would not be acceptable to you. Right. I said, it is not acceptable to me for me to be paying the money I'm paying you every month right. and not getting the service. Right. I said, what is it? And so then she finally said, well, she said, we did get hit by a lightning on a tower about a month ago here in town. I said, fine, tell me that up front. Yeah. yeah. And then we're going to have a much better conversation. Yeah. I, and then she said, also, she said, I haven't been told this, <laughs> but I've seen a correlation between some of the problems we're having with the merger we're having with Altel. Uh-huh. And she, and I said, well, maybe that's it too. I said, those are, I said, that's information. That's information I can use yeah. and I can understand and I can right. walk out the door and say, well, there are some real issues. Right. But I said, when you when I come in as a paying customer yeah. and you tell me you're working on it, 
I yeah. said, first of all, it's pitiful that that is an answer that you're giving that probably a lot of people are you accepting. Know, it's the same problem because they're assuming that you're too dumb to understand. Or, or just don't care. Or just don't care. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Did they tell you that you were in stage two of outages? No, they didn't say okay, that. that's good. I mean, that, that would have been something, I guess. <laughs> I guess uh, I would have still, I still had to ask that. We're that? in stage two. Uh, we're trying to prevent this so, whole area from becoming it, it, stage just three. Just bringing those two events that happened this week, it, it really just makes me feel very angry yeah. that we've gotten so comfortable in our lives that we're afraid to ask questions oh, of yeah. people. And and especially if we're paying for something. If I'm paying for something, I want to know gosh darn what right. I'm getting. Right. And if you can't if you can't tell me what I'm getting in, in easy to understand language or something that I can at least grasp and believe, right. Right. then I'm not gonna pay for it. Exactly. And uh and, and the fact that people just pay for things and yeah. Uh, Anyway. Yep. I, uh, I, a lot of times I've had to talk to people and, and have to teach them how to talk to customer service people, because if you, if you do it right, you don't, you don't have to talk, you don't have to uh, be mean to them or raise no. your voice at all. No. You basically just have them clarify what they're saying. So you're saying that they're working on it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. So if they're working on it, how should that make me feel better? I mean, it, what, yeah. All I want to know is what it is. You know? well, and, and I told them, I said, in if I was on your side of the the, uh, the the desk, I would want to have a lot more ammunition information right. to be able to give to people on this, sure. to me on this side of the desk, sure. so that my job would go easier. Yeah. I said, because if you give me the information you just gave me up front, then, or give it to all these other people in the front of the desk, the manager wouldn't have to come out of her office. Exactly. I would have had some information I could have walked out the door right. with, and they could have got to the next customer. Exactly. I said, but now you have a customer that is borderline irate. Yeah. And I don't get irate. Sure. Unless you try to BS me. Right. But, uh, or, or just throw me out as, as somebody who doesn't care. Cause yeah. I do care. Right. And especially if it's my money, I care a lot. Exactly. But anyway, um, yeah, I agree. I mean, it's, it's, inf- it's about information and the fact that we have so much information at our fingertips mm-hmm. makes it that much for people that know how to use the information, I think it makes it more frustrating for us. Right. Because we can find the answer. Right. Yeah. Uh, very quickly and, and oftentimes on different things. But if we're trying to find the answer through people that supposedly should know the answer and they can't, they just give us these generalities. This is, this uh, to me, actually, I got into a discussion this week. We may not even get to any news here on this podcast at all or talking, but uh, <laughs> I got into the same discussion with um, <clears throat> a bunch of people recently about Wikipedia. Okay. And, uh, and there are, I think there's now three educational groups. I don't know if the NEA is one of them, but there's a bunch of educational groups that, you know, talk, you know, certification stuff and all, you know, they get behind all that. They fund that stuff. And uh, I should know more what I'm talking about, but I don't have it open in front of me. But uh, but they have certified, they've said, endorsed Wikipedia as being at least as accurate, some of them more accurate than World Book. Mm-hmm. And that meaning that, you know, the information is more updated, it's more accurate, it's more researched, and it's more sourced. It's more, You know, they have all these reasons behind it. But teachers don't like Wikipedia because they, th- they claim that it, you can't trust it. Mm-hmm. But, the, and, but they and, don't give any reason why. Well, you can't trust it because anybody can contribute to it. Okay. And so I said, yes, anybody can contribute to it, but that means anybody can fix an error too mm-hmm. immediately. And they're like, oh. I said, see, I mean, it, it makes it so accurate, but how I'm going to tie this together, this, what this sure. has to do with it. I'm, going, I'm, I'm it, with you. Is that I think that teachers are afraid to allow Wikipedia as a source because they're afraid that it will make the students lazy. Okay. They say, well, you know, if the students can just go to Wikipedia and find everything. But then my question is, why shouldn't they be able to just go to Wikipedia and find all the information they need right there mm-hmm. instead of researching and finding exactly the same thing that Wikipedia told them, right. sourced and cited and all that? I mean, as long as they check out the sources and the citations, right. what does it matter where they got that information from? And and I guess that's what I'm getting at is that if you, if you know... If you want to find the information, you know, mm-hmm. you go to go to Wikipedia, you find it and it's all there and it's all accurate. You know, what does it matter? And I guess that's what I, I guess that's where I'm headed with this is people are, are people want to be educated. People want the information. They want to know all that. But a lot of times they're told by 
this group of people, oh, you wouldn't understand it or you shouldn't do it that way or that's wrong or whatever. I think that a lot of people are afraid now of going out and finding the information themselves um, or they just don't know how to. I don't know. But anyway, I, I think it all ties together. I we have a We have a lazy group of people who are looking for information and a lazy group of people who are providing the information Well, and the- when really we have so much information available to us. All it takes is a little bit of legwork, an well, hour long worth of searching or something like that. And wouldn't it be in the dirty little secret too is, is that students are using Wikipedia, even if their teachers don't oh, care, absolutely. but they're citing the sources. Yeah, you go to the the article. Or you go to the sources and see what sources they cited. Right. You know, that, yeah. exactly. But that's, and that's, that's <laughs> and it's, it's and the it, same amount of work. Right. And it should be, I think, I think it should be, um, it should be, oh boy. Uh Oh, what happened? I just found that. The only website that these folks have is a uh, is put together a, by an elementary a, schooler is, is a Facebook. Oh, whoops! You uh, oh. skipped it. Oh, that's interesting. But anyway, no, I I know exactly what you're saying, and I think it all correlates very well. Oh, very good. Is yep. that would you trust that? Oh, that looks great. Would that... They, those are experts. <laughs> I love that baby pictures at the top of the page. That's great. <laughs> oh, all right. My gosh. Anyway, it's not that hard to be a computer expert. You just have to know what you're doing <laughs> and admit it when you don't. Okay. Oh, boy. Anyway, um, I love the spread of misinformation at the same time. We love information, but the spread of misinformation is just... Uh... You know, it would be funny if it wasn't your friends that they're messing with. Yeah. That's, that's one thing that irritates me is when it's my friends and you and I were the same way. I mean, when I ran my computer business for seven years, a lot of times it was the same clients I was seeing over and over and, uh, and they became my friends. And so when people mess with them, you know, I didn't appreciate that very much. So I could, anyway, I'm distracted now. Um, (laughs) Anything newsy worthy uh, this well, week? Well, I think there's been saw. several things that have been in the news over and over and over again. LinkedIn going public. public. That's interesting. Do you use LinkedIn? I don't. I think you should. I have an account. Yeah. And I post all my, any of my stuff that gets posted from uh, my website automatically right. gets posted there. I think I people don't are get thinking social of, networking. I'm, well, I'm, I looking, understand I'm looking at social networking right here. In Facebook and it's. In Facebook. Yeah, and right. it's freaking ridiculous. Yes. Because it's it's a hundred percent BS, right? Exactly. And I, I, to me, it, it takes away time in my day that's important. Number one, sure. and the fact that you're not making face to me, social networking is face to face. You and I are social networking right. right now. Right. Facebook, Twitter, all these other things to me are a bunch of BS, and I think it's getting my own opinion. So are you starting to phase from even Twitter? Use you are you're probably not using I use as it, much. Well, I don't have enough time. Right. I would love to use it. I, I I like it. Right. And I think there are probably some positives about Facebook. I don't have enough time. Well, yeah, no, I, that I, makes sense. I have to have certain times of the day where I'm, I'm doing certain things. You know, Twitter, even email yeah. is becoming. It, oh yeah. I, people tip. I emailed you last week. Email me. Email irritates me more than I, anything. I tell people you have to call me. Yeah. You're always going to get a call back. Yeah, within it within twenty four hours at the at the Longest, greatest. Yeah, and uh, but but the fact that people are 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 taking things. The thing is, people see something and if they read it and they see it, they think it's true. Right. And the fact that Facebook and Twitter are such small pieces of information. Sure. Makes it more irritating to me because that's what people want today. They want that soundbite. Right. And you cannot communicate mm-hmm. everything in a soundbite. Right. And if you're a BS artist, you can make anything sound yeah. worthy you're in a soundbite. Yep. But uh, and, and just this whole story we talked about today, and looking at what I'm looking at here, yeah, makes me even more angry. Yeah. Because it, it's absolute bullshit. Yeah. There's there's no other way to put it. Right. In my opinion, in my humble opinion. No, I totally understand <laughs> where you're coming from. I I, uh, I agree with you. So I came in here today with a. With just a really horrible story, and it's getting worse. Yeah. But uh, anyway. Well, I was just going to say, as far as LinkedIn. We're talking about LinkedIn, yes. Well, I, I, I understand. Do you use it? I understand where you're coming from. I and don't how do you use, use it? it. I don't use it, but here's what I think it is. Okay. Now, I do use it, I guess, but I don't actively use it. 
Unlike you have I, an account, I do a lot of a lot more Facebook and Twitter stuff, but I do it because I have lots of time to do it right now. I sold my business, so I don't do anything else. But uh, but the um, point I was going to make is I think LinkedIn can become kind of like your curriculum vitae on the internet. Does that make sense to where you can put all your experiences, all the people who you've worked with. And I think this is where you are in a little bit different boat is that there are some businesses out there that are so successful that they don't want any more customers or that not, I'm sorry, I shouldn't say it that way. They don't need to constantly be marketing themselves for new customers. I think there's a lot of doctors who are that way. I think there's a lot of, mm-hmm. in a lot of professions where you don't need to constantly keep up new contacts and new referrals and things like that. That's what, well, see, that's what, uh, I've got my curriculum yeah. detail photo on there. Right. Do you exactly. see that? Yeah, exactly. But I think that's, <laughs> I think you're, uh, I think LinkedIn. I, I don't know what to me. do with it. What do I do with it? I would. What would I do with LinkedIn? You wouldn't do anything. I think you're in a different boat. That's what I'm saying. You actually work with individuals, right? You don't that, need, that are not businesses. You don't need to build relationship with other businesses. You also don't need your your existing customers to endorse you or refer you because they do so much word of mouth. They do their they, own social network. They do right. their own social networking. Right. So I mean, that's how it was when I was running the business too. I never had to advertise or promote myself at all anywhere. Because I knew your that work if, spoke if I for took it. Care, exactly if I took care of my customer right mm-hmm. here, mm-hmm. then and and I charged them a little bit less than what they were expecting, or I I worked gave on a couple a more, more things, gave them a little bit more service than what they were expecting. I knew that I had a customer the next time they had a problem too, mm-hmm. and so pretty soon, you know, that snowballs into something that's almost unmanageable sometimes mm-hmm. when you have seventeen people call you in a day. You know, and it, that's that right there is a week and a half's worth of work. Well, and I so. guess, you know, you, you see that I see even like Sears and, uh, you know, the big companies that have been around a long time. I mean, look at Sears. They were the ones with the first, weren't they one of the first ones to come out with a catalog? Yeah. In the early I think 1900s? So. I think Sears Roebuck, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And now they have, a, they advertise when you look at uh, magazine ads or on television, mm-hmm. they advertise their Facebook page. Right. And, and I guess to me, what I'm seeing and what I've seen this week with these couple of real world mm-hmm. experiences is that we continue to kind of navigate and or gravitate, I should say, right. to the weakest link. And I think that's what's decreasing well, our society because I think it's different types of businesses too. Well, but the, I think it's a but lot they're, of it but is. they're going to where the weakest link is. The weakest link sure. is the soundbite. Right. Oh, the soundbite is the yeah. weakest link. Right. And so since these people now have DVRs. They're listening to Pandora. They're mm-hmm. listening to iTunes. Right. So they're not hearing the radio show. They're not sure. hearing their radio spots. Right. They're not seeing their TV spots. Right. Um, or skipping past their TV spots. Sure. They're, they don't read magazines. Mm-hmm. And they're not necessarily going to see the ad in a newspaper. Because, again, a lot of these they people aren't... They aren't looking aren't, at newspapers They're not either. looking at that. Right. So they have to go to where that customer is. Right. And and unfortunately, that customer is, at a, is in a... Is in a uh, is in that soundbite mm-hmm. specific sure. uh, soundbite area, and maybe that's what's going to happen to my business eventually. When when the customers that I use that actually are real people that like to do real right. interactions and have some real thoughts, sure. I'm gonna, I'm, I my business will die either way. No, no, I think either way. I think people are going to want their problems fixed, mm-hmm. and there will come a point where after they've paid. A two hundred and fifty dollar bill, or you know, a hundred and eighty dollar bill, or whatever. Enough times, they're going to say, "I want to find somebody that actually knows how to fix this problem." Mm-hmm. And then they go to the word of mouth. They're not going to go back to the computer again to find yeah. that. Probably because their computer isn't going to work. But uh, you know, I, I know where you're coming from. I hear so, you. There's yeah. a a lot of problems. A lot of well, I think it's just a, it's we're we're trying to make things too easy that aren't necessarily easy. Exactly. Is what I'm thinking, is my is my idea. I know that's the case. Yeah. I know that's the case. Boy, so we turned into, I don't know what this show would be called today. No, that's okay. We're a technology show that complains about technology. <laughs> well, I, I think that it, all kind of, it does come back to the fact that we're a technology show. We've always tried to make things real and practical. Right. We want to make things usable because these are absolutely wonderful tools. Right. And neither one of us have a technology degree, which I think gives us a huge advantage. Mm-hmm. Is because we use these things as a tool to enhance our lives, not take over right or or uh, take over our lives or 
cause so much. Well, you know, the other thing too, is I used to tell people all the time when I was running my computer business, I used to always tell them, I don't work on computers. I help people. Mm -hmm. I help people through their frustrations. And there were times where I saw, and it's a big difference. Yeah. There were times, there were some times where I would sit down at a computer and they'd say, you know, I can't get my solitaire to work. And, and I'd say, okay, well, did you know that you have these three other things going on on your computer? Are those bothering you? I say, no. And they're just little things. Mm-hmm. Maybe their start menu isn't alphabetized or, you know, little things like that, mm-hmm. that, uh, that I'd see that need to be worked on. I'd say, well, do you, what about these things? Are these bothering? No. So you know what I did? I just leave them there because mm-hmm. they weren't bothering them. I'd fix their solitaire and I'd charge them for fixing their solitaire. Right. I wouldn't run a stage two diagnostic and see if there was any, you know I mean? If, if it's not causing a problem and it's not bothering them, then I, I would just let it go. Because like I said, if those things did bother them down the road, I knew they'd call me, but I wanted to always feel, I wanted them to feel like I was always taking care of their problems. And and that's the key. And that's what I brought from my physical therapy days. Same thing is I always treat people the way I would want to be treated. Exactly. And when I was in physical therapy, I'd see AIDS and people that, that weren't necessarily degreed professionals. Sure treat patients oftentimes as a as a uh, like a widget like they're sure. like in a factory right and then I, I would when i would give my in services i'd say you know pretend that this client is your grandmother your grandfather or if you mm-hmm. didn't like your grandmother and grandfather I think it was you yeah how would you want to be treated if you yeah. were in that wheelchair how are you going to feel in 50 that's years right. when they that's when right doing and it. i said yeah. that's how you should approach every single interaction sure. with your patients and that's what I do with my computers. I, I, I really try to get in the mindset of that person and say, how would I feel if I was here? Yeah. Last night, I was with a customer of extraordinarily long amount of time. And when I'm in a long period of time, I always adjust my rate. And sure. it's to my own demise. Yeah. But it's still a healthy number. Well, it's not to your own demise because, again, like I said, they're going to call you back. Well, but the lady said, well, I almost could have bought a new computer. It wasn't anywhere near a new computer yeah, price. Yeah, right, right. But I said, well, I said, you could have. But I said, you wouldn't have your data. Yeah. And she said, oh. I said, yeah. I said, your data is so yeah. much more valuable uh-huh. than this box of electronics. Yep. I said, the box of electronics is, I don't, sure, I don't think you people get... realize that it, at a lot of times. Because you know? she didn't lose it. Right. Had she, And that's what this other woman that we talked about at the beginning of the story, she lost her data. Thought she lost her data. Right. So she was very distraught. Yeah. So, so the bill didn't mean a whole lot to her. Sure. Because her data was gone. So that was a lot more than right. the money. Right. But people don't realize and then it until it's gone. you got the data back yeah. for a far less amount of money. Yeah. Guess who she's going to go back and see next time? The one guy may have his well, three-digit And, and check, she's going to tell the person that she got the referral from never to use these people again because right. that's who she got a referral from one of her friends. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. I mean, that's not amazing. It's, it's obvious. It makes perfect sense. But it's just funny that people will shoot themselves in the foot over and over and over for a check mm-hmm. and then complain when business goes bad. Yeah. You know? So anyway, <laughs> I think we should put this in our social issues uh, yeah. category, but we'll, we'll tag it with social issues. Yep. But again, I don't know how many people actually listen to the entire podcast because again, it's not a soundbite. I think that we have uh, our Mac Texan out there. He probably listens to the whole thing, but there's yeah. very few others. And maybe uh, Delta Craig. Yeah. Delta Craig. Delta and, Craig does. And, and uh, DS Norton. Does that, DS Morton's? Donna, yeah. Yeah, Donna, whatever. DGS or whatever. Yeah, yeah, there we go. I'm hoping John out there still listens. So we've given shout outs to our Twitter followers who actually listen to the whole thing. And uh, (laughs) for those, this show is interesting enough. I think there might be quite a few who actually listen through the whole thing. And I'd love to get comments. Yes. Comments about it. Absolutely. You know, respond to it. Uh, But again, I think we all have to take accountability for things that we're doing. Yes. And and expect accountability. Don't just right. expect that people are are telling you things that are true if right. it doesn't if it sounds too good to be true yeah. or sounds too bad to be true. Exactly. It probably is not. Right. And ask questions. Yeah. If you don't understand the answers, keep asking until they give you yeah. answers that that can, that can be uh, understood. Exactly. Because the sad thing about this kind of situation to me is is if it happened once, it's happened many times. Yeah. Well, here's the thing is a lot of times they give you the answer. You're in stage two. Okay. You're in stage two problem. For some reason, we're going, we're giving this person a three digit check and we're afraid to ask further questions because we don't want to bother them or take up their time or, I mean, what the heck? I mean, go, 
ask them every question in the world you can think of. It takes an hour to figure it out. That's okay. That's their business. That is the business that they're providing you. And And it's a service they should be. They should be. That's exactly, that's exactly right. That's their service. That's what they do. Mm -hmm. And and if they gave, charged you three digits, that's part of the price of the, of the check, you know? And same thing goes for healthcare. Yeah. Right. I mean, if if you go into a doctor's office and they say, we got to take this thing off your hand. Well, what is this thing? Yeah. And what, what are, what is, what does what that mean? Take it What's off? it called? What yeah. is it? You know, what are the symptoms? What, what potential problems are there? How what likely, procedure is it? Yeah. yeah. How likely is it that that will actually become a problem? Am I going to lose my hand if I leave it there? Exactly. Or is it just a cosmetic thing? Yeah. You know, I mean, exactly. It's just weird. And that's, that's where we're at. We're just ask like, oh, questions. it's got to come off. Okay. Ask the questions, oh, research okay. the answers. If you have a Google phone, uh, yes. uh, an Android phone. Yeah. We talked about this in a podcast two or so back. Click on the little Google icon and then click the microphone and ask the question to Google. Yeah. And then research the answer. Take the time to research out the answer. Yeah. If you have a desktop computer or a laptop that has a built-in microphone, download Google Chrome and then search for the Google Chrome. Uh, I don't know. What, what's the name of the little microphone they put there, Adam? Do you know what the name of it is? It's called. I don't know. I'm... Let me see here. I, you're going to be shocked, but I just did a search for state. voice search, search okay. for voice search. Okay. And if you have, if you're running Google Chrome on any operating system and you search for voice search, it's going to put a little microphone in your Google Chrome. You don't even have to type. You can just talk to your computer and it'll give you answers. We live in an extraordinarily wonderful time where information is not only at our fingertips. Now it's at the end of our vocal cords. So use those, those tools and, and practice searching. And, uh, but again, you have to be careful when you're searching because you are going to run across information that... <laughs> no, I'm listening to you. I'm watching, you're right. I'm you watching are going to run across information. I'm, watching I'm looking for stage two virus, yeah, stage yeah. two computer virus, stage two infection. Okay. Nah, no, their AIDS comes up a lot. <laughs> but... Uh, did, that's uh, it. cervical uh no i didn't, even, I didn't go that far with it but uh but it's very possible but it's, it's strange it's an unheard of term i mean google doesn't even know what it is so. that's if google doesn't know what it is then it's definitely not a truism yep but anyway um yeah w- use your resources but most of all most of all use your instincts and trust your yeah. instincts yep that's that's going to help you more than anything yeah, this, could, this is almost like a after-school tech special, <laughs> philosophical, giving us a nice know, moral. What? The moral to today's give me a, show. Give me a chance to vent. No, it's great. That's no problem at all. I think that's that's where we're at today. I think with everything, whether it's your refrigerator or your doctor or your computer or anything, your politicians, I think your politicians, man, your politicians. Absolutely. I said the p word. It had to. Come no, that's out okay. Once. That's okay. Your politicians trying to fix education. There we go. Now we've said the e word too, and now we can go back to our technology well should we call it a good day i think we're at a good stopping point i I think uh, if we add some technology stuff at the end of this besides use google and use voice search yeah that uh it's just gonna it'll turn into a second show yeah it'll mumble jumble the podcast no let's save it for uh actually two weeks from now i'm gonna be gone next week so okay good so two weeks from now we'll do it again and uh, i'll have the podcast up soon this time and in two weeks it'll be uh our You know, our, our yes. radio show as well. I was going to mention. Yes. June 8th. This is something for people to look down because it won't happen again before we, after we've uh, gone. But June 8th mm-hmm. is what Wired is declaring the geekiest holiday ever. Really? Because why is that? Google and Yahoo and I forget who all, the whole list of big names out there are going to test out IPv6 for an entire day. <laughs> Oh, okay, because we're not totally into it. No, still yet? we're not even close. We're oh, not even okay. close. They're going to shut off IPv4 entirely, turn off IPv6 for all of us, or just internally. Happens. It sounded like it was a. I don't know. Maybe it's going it to be a grand inter- experiment. It's a grand experiment. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what happens. Oh yeah, there it is, June eighth, IPv six day. The IPv six day. So get out your uh, candles. There's a there's a if you want to go to wired.com, if it's not posted yet, it'll be it's in the magazine. But uh, if you're you know, I'm sure they'll post it on their website soon, and uh, and they tell you how you can celebrate it. There's all kinds of good you know cakes and candles and hats and stuff. Oh, I see. So, yeah, they're gonna offer content over IPv six for a 24 hour test flight. See that. 
test flight day is, the, is what they're calling test it. Test flight day. So there you go. <laughs> oh, speaking and of test flight day, just real quickly from my yes. trip, since we talked about my trip to Oregon. <laughs> yeah. We went and saw the, I think I sent you a, a photo of the Spruce Goose. Uh-huh. Hugh, um, uh huh. Hugh. Yeah, Howard Hughes. Howard Hughes. Uh-huh. Um, Howard Hughes's uh, airplane, plane. Mm-hmm. and it's pretty cool. It that is. thing, I'm is sure it massive. is. I've wanted to see that my whole life. My yeah. son went and saw it last. Well, you go to Oregon occasionally? Oh right? yeah, occasionally because yeah. I still have some family up there. But my son went up there to see my sister-in-law. Did they go? Uh, and they went to Spruce Goose. Oh, cool. So my son brought me back a shirt. But oh cool. You know, I lived in California after Spruce Goose had left California. Uh-huh. Then I went to Oregon before it got to Oregon. Oh, so okay. I've. You I, I just it. keep you missing, missing the Spruce Goose everywhere I go. And now, they do charge you 75 bucks extra if you want to walk up into the cockpit. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. I didn't do that. I wouldn't do that for my 75. Did, did, I think 30 I'd probably do it. Would you? I, I, I'd consider it. But they give you a picture of the cockpit. and it, Yeah, that's good enough. And there's a lot of gear, you know, a lot of dials and yeah. levers. Pre-crazy and... Howard Hughes, is one. Of, he's one of my heroes. Is I he? love him. I, he's an amazing person. I hated it when they made a movie about him uh-huh. and they focused on how crazy he was. Mm-hmm. Instead of how much he did, I mean, mm-hmm. he he was an incredible guy, like cool. Thomas Edison of our time. You know, he's just just an incredible guy. So, cool. all right, well, uh, so we'll be doing a show then, I think, on IPv6 Day. Oh, Cause yes, because June eighth is a if the world is still here. <laughs> no, they've they've pushed it back to October. Well, no, no, I mean that? because of IPv6 Day. Maybe oh. IPv6 Day is actual. Maybe his calculations were off. Oh, and IPv6 has something to do with the rapture. Hmm. You heard it here first, folks. Hmm. Let's uh, let's go. Yeah, uh, June June eighth is the second Wednesday of the month, so that is our five thirty to six thirty radio show. Cool on kfmradio.org, or if you're listening in Grand Junction, KFM eighty eight point one FM. Excellent. Don't All be right. surprised if you see the word stage two in our title. And if you didn't know what IPv6 is, use Google search. Yeah, we're not going to tell you. <laughs> we, you have the tools to do it. It's, but it doesn't have anything to do with stage two. And we will talk about it on our next podcast, I'm sure. So. All right. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. Great evening, whatever time of the day you're listening. And uh, follow Adam at Talking Digital everywhere. Me, help me, Rick, everywhere. 